Hello? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. You don't see me? Yeah, I see you now. Yeah. Oh, up. okay, okay. Okay, Hit us with that saying. intro. Hit us with that intro, Tori. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, what's going on, baby? Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on here at the TNT Podcast? Here with your boy Torres Finney. Hey, and my co-host Tyler Layfield. What's going on, Tyler? Uh, nothing much. Uh, just got back from the gym a little while ago. Was listening to our buddies Jackson and Kobe do a little SEC talk. So, um, has me ready to start maybe looking at that in the near future for us to kind of get some mm. stuff. I'm sure. Torres has seen some of the text in the group. I was trying to get a little rise out of Kobe today. I did see I, it. I, I failed it. I failed it. But uh, but I don't know. It's my boy. I got I got to got to screw with him. So I, I was actually asleep. I had to take me a nap, man. Training and meetings and it just been a bunch of stuff. So uh, <laughs> you know. But um, I took me a nap and I woke up and I saw all the messages and I was just scrolling through them just before I got on the show. Yeah, it was a little, little argument about debate between who's the better running back core between Alabama and Georgia coming into this upcoming season. So, uh, I, I I like it, man. Hey, let's go ahead and get them riled up, baby. Because guess yeah. what? We know we coming. We are coming. People don't. People look. It, it's funny. Alabama fans don't like being in the seat that we've been in for the past what ten years. They don't mm. like being in this seat, you know. Where we uh, they're they're just as good. They can possibly win a championship any year. But there's a top dog in town that they just can't get over, That's and right. we're just that top dog. And I know, I know, a lot of people ain't gonna like that. What I just said. So. <laughs> Well, that, that's a that's a thing for another time. We'll we'll put a whole show. We'll probably do our own little SEC thing. I'm sure we'll align with them in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys you know haven't been able to, uh, if you don't really know what we're talking about now, um, it's the Goal Line Stand podcast. That's our buddies. Uh, Kobe and Jackson, we go back, um, Torres and I do with these two guys. Um, been great friends. Enjoy um, talking with them any chance we get. And we should see if we can do a little collab. But they recently started delving into the live streaming channels themselves. So um, whenever they do it, I think they're shooting for Wednesday. You guys should definitely tune in, give them some love, um, tune in to see what they say. I think they're going to be talking about ACC this week. Uh, Jackson is actually at the ACC Media Days this week. So he should have a lot of good stuff to, to say. So um, should be a good one. But man, let me check in with you here. I know we're, we're getting here closer and closer to the fight. We've been checking in as the weeks have gone along. How's how are things going with the training camp? Uh, training camp is going good, man. Um, this week was this past week was my real last hard, hard week. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It's been, uh, <laughs> but then this week it's still not done yet. This week is my like, uh, this upcoming week is my hard cardio week. So, um, so, uh, it's, it's that. that. It's that time where you get down to the last, last little bit. My cardio feels phenomenal, but uh, you got to do the parts to where you push yourself to the absolute limit and try to kill yourself almost at this rate. But yeah, uh, my weight's go doing good. Uh, you know, woke up this morning about two oh seven, so um, I- I'm feeling good. Everything's going good. Um, training is is going swell, man. And I'm excited, man. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm ready to fight. I'm really. Ready say, to fight. I say I see you made you a friend this weekend. You want to tell us yeah. a little bit about that? <laughs> Yeah, we've been hanging out um, this entire weekend. We uh, hung out a little bit before he uh, flew back. Uh, T.J. Dillashaw, anybody, anybody that knows that, uh, T.J. Dillashaw, two-time world uh, world UFC champion um, in the bantamweight division. So, um, uh, what brought him in town? Uh, he's he's coming to town. I had some uh, sponsors uh, bring him in, and um, we talked and showed him around Chattanooga and went and ate. You know, he, he gave me a lot of good knowledge. Of, um, a lot of good knowledge from a guy that's been there and done that. And to have that type of thing from a guy like TJ Dillashaw was uh, very impactful and uh, very exciting to have up front. And um, 
I learned a lot of things, you know, not only just uh, inside the fight game, but also outside of it, you know, and it's a lot of good things that can I can take to take with me going into next week's fight anyway. So uh, he's he, he was a very valuable piece just in these three days we hung out, and uh, um, he'll be a very valuable piece for me as well in the foreseeable future. So y'all ate some good food too. Oh yes, that T-bone steak, my God! <laughs> well, I mean, you obviously everybody's heard of it. it's Ruth Chris, so like uh, <laughs> uh, their steaks are phenomenal. Surprisingly so enough, they, I've never, I've never ate there. I need to check it out one day. I've never, really? never ate there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it ain't, it ain't gonna lie to you, Tyler. It's not no, uh, like, like no, it's phenomenal. Like I'm gonna tell you something. You get the sweet potato, uh, the sweet potato casserole. Oh, yeah, brown sugar and the nuts in it are. Top tier pecans, pecans. I I, I, marshmallows I, up in there. Oh, if you ask them, I bet you can. I mean, it's it's so it's so <laughs> good, man. But uh-huh. it's not it's not a place I go to all the time. It's just yeah, I yeah. went there because of like those guys getting uh and they they covered bills, <laughs> you know. Like, so. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I'm it's going. Probably there, the reason I've I've never probably been as well. So yeah, yeah I haven't been a roof Chris in like. I probably haven't been in like since before college. I've, I've always known of it and I've been it, but it's a very rare occasion for me to go. And literally, like one of my sponsors, TJ, they literally went every day, so mm. they, they can they can keep that. Yeah, <laughs> but I did go and I enjoyed it. So, but it was it was it's a great experience. So, how many days are we at till the next fight? What's it like? Twelve. Um, we are currently so tomorrow will be officially. Uh, Tomorrow we'll make it ten days. So yeah, today is um, wow. so yeah. Probably when you're well, ones that listening live right now is eleven days. But yeah, tomorrow we'll make it ten days. So it'll be next Friday. Wow. And you don't have any more. Saw you were posting something about tickets on hand. You don't have any more physical tickets, do you? I literally yeah. only have ten physical tickets ten left. So if you're listening yeah. live, if you I started. I started tickets. with over. Uh, what's eight, six, four, four, I started with sixty four tickets. And wow. now I got ten, so there's gonna be a lot of people there. Selling people, uh, they, and they so quick. I literally just got them last. I didn't even. Ha- I haven't even had them for a week. Um, mm-hmm. And they're just boom, 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 boom. So, um, if you want to want tickets, you have to get with me now. Uh, do not wait um, because uh, you know they're you probably have to just get them online anyway. Just get them online if you want tickets. But I'd really try to sell the paper tickets. A lot of people like to have those tickets at hand already, mm-hmm. which is understandable. But um, there yeah. won't be many left soon. So get with me. For real, for real. Well, um, I don't think I have any like breaking news. I know there's been a couple things on the NFL front uh, today. There was a couple big news things, um, and we will be talking NFL today. We covered AFC last week. If you uh, missed that show, you can go back. Uh, we do have that up on Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere. A couple surprises in there, I have to say. I think I threw a co- couple curveballs in there, which I yeah, you did. Do, you know, oh, so th- there's a couple in there if you're interested to go back and listen. But today we're going to be tackling NFC. Um, and it this one, this first one, it doesn't impact ours at all. Um, but Naheem Hines running back for the Bills, um, he tore his ACL today, um, on mm-hmm. a jet ski. So that's it, pretty tragic. Somebody ran into him while he was oh, on, a jet ski. on a jet ski. Yeah, somebody ran into him. So that sucks. He will be gone for the year. So James Cook will be getting some extra touches this year. Um, and then the other thing, CJ Garner Johnson, who technically will be talked about in today's episode um you know a db signing by the lions uh coming from that philadelphia eagles defense that was so highly touted last year that made it to the super bowl um 
there, there's nothing official yet, but he went down to a non-contact knee injury today. And uh, initial reports are the players are pretty shook up about. It. So it's probably nothing great. Probably nothing great we're we're looking at here with CJ. Well, uh, while he's been on the Lions. Like, I mean, yes, it just happened. yes, yeah, it just happened, man. It's so sad, dude. It's, I actually heard uh, it happened last. Or was it really? I I heard no, 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 I, no. I'm not not talking about that, but I heard. Uh, oh. Now this is a whole different thing, but it's just been wild. I've been hearing crazy injuries like mm-hmm. that. There was a football player at Furman University. Uh, was one of the guys just trained here, and he uh, he said the, the all their all conference center uh, jumped into the pool. And he mm-hmm. jumped into the pool and he broke his neck. Oh man! And it was man. just a shallow wind. He jumped into a, which you shouldn't jump in a shallow wind, but it was like five, six yeah. feet. And he broke his neck. And they said he got up as he got out the pool. Blood was gushing from the top of his head. And, oh my god! Yeah, so he's out Awful for the season. I, I've been hearing these freaking in, uh, injuries, man. So mm-hmm. definitely got to stay mindful. Yes, for sure. Well, Torres, um, you had the first pick last time, and man, you you really you you gave it to me, man. Yeah, you <laughs> with that that one bad division, uh, the, the freaking what the one with the Jaguars at the top that I had and everything. So today, I'm I'm gonna I don't care. Screw you, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my first pick. On All this right. One. Um, I'm going to tackle. To what are we doing? NFC. NFC. We're gonna be covering the different divisions. Same thing as I'm last time. Which, I mean, which division? Which um, division? I'm gonna pick, and I'm gonna start off with. The NFC East. That's the teams. I'm oh, gonna start man. off here first. So I'll, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get first pick on this one. So I'm gonna go with them. Um, to me, how I see it. So we're, we're gonna break down each team just very briefly. Give our picks on how we think the, this division is gonna play out with one, two, three, and four. Um, to me, the number one seed here, and I'm just gonna reveal mine right away. Number one seed here out of the NFC East. Um, to me, it's gotta be the Eagles. I don't see how you can pick anybody. Um, different than them. Um, obviously, coming back from the Super Bowl, have a very great team. You go and look at the depth chart. The offense looks good. The defense looks good. As far as the additions this year, um, they did go pick up um, – I think he was their left tackle this past year at Alabama, Tyler Steen. Um, you know, came from Vanderbilt, played pretty good for them. Picked up DeAndre Swift in a trade, which I did like that trade for them. Also signed um, Rashad Penny, who hasn't had the best careers. Kind of similar to Swift. A lot of injuries, but the upside's there. They're going to go running back by committee this year. Um, Jalen Carter, who we all think was probably one of the steals of this year's draft, just due to everything that kind of happened to knock him down. Um, To me, a guy that's probably going to be a starter day one, just to add to that touted defensive line. You know, and you you can go look at this defensive line. It's still freaking, God almighty, it's star-studded. Uh, but to go with that, Nolan Smith, another Georgia boy, another Georgia boy, and Keely Ringo, who I think um, wherever he shakes out in the defensive backfield, I think he's more of a safety, been on this show before and have said that. Um, so we'll, we'll see where they end up using him, but I think he could be good there. Got a guy, and I am kind of want to hear just real briefly what you think about this. Terrell Edmonds coming from the Steelers to these guys. Is that a big blow for y'all, um, him going and leaving to the to Philadelphia Eagles? Edmonds was, uh, was, was a good piece for the Steelers. I wouldn't say he was uh, like, oh, my gosh, Defensive changing, mm-hmm. but he did he did make a difference. Uh, he did make a difference in a lot of different games. I'm trying to remember. I, I'm trying to remember an actual game. We had upset at one team. He had caught the game with interception. Mm-hmm. But uh, Edmonds is a solid. He's a solid player. Yeah, um, he plays hard. You know, he can cover well. Um, but he has him in that uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Kind of he has his moments. Game. He has his moments though. He's good. He's good. Yeah, but he does has his moments. Um, but mm-hmm. nobody really. I, I would say. Compared to NFL DB, I say he's like he's average. 
You know, yeah. he, he's about average, but he, he he'll he'll show up sometimes. He will, but I feel like with a system like the Eagles, who are better all around than the Steelers' yeah. defense, I feel like. Um, because the Eagles have the pieces everywhere. They got the D-line. That's one thing. I mean, I know Steelers had T.J. Watt, but we struggled sometimes without him. When we have injuries and Casey Hayward, you know, people was able to do a little bit more things to us up front So and, and linebackers as well. So I, I say with a with a more defensive core, the Eagles could be uh, – he could, he, could, he could actually make his name. Yeah, I mean, looking at this, I'll read it out to you. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. Behind Fletcher Cox, you got Jordan Davis. Jalen Carter, Josh Sweat, and then behind him you got Derek Barnett, former first rounder. So I mean, they they are absolutely loaded there. They can, um, you know, they're looking at having Nicobe Dean be a starter this year. Um, you know, we we love him. Hassan Reddick is a good player. Darius Slay back there. Terrell Edmonds, a guy that's kind of looked. Um, I don't I don't think a lot of people give this dude some credit. I, he really showed some stuff to me. But Reed Blankenship, who's their uh, free safety. Um, Interesting character, but man, he he is not afraid to hit. I, I like the way he plays. Also got James Bradbury and Devontae Maddox. Um, and you know, I mentioned they had some, you know, drafted some people that I think are going to really help. Offensive line still looks like it's going to be solid. Lane Johnson, Tyler Steen, Jason Kelsey, you know, future Hall of Famer there. Him and Lane Johnson both, I feel like. Lennon Dickerson, who's been great ever since he's entered the league from Bama. Um, they're just going to build on what they've had. And I don't, you know, some people, the weakness you can point to here is their running backs. But I think they can just do this by a committee and they'll be just fine. So um, I, I like where they're at. I think we're going to have another good year from them. So I got them at number one. Number two, I uh, think this one's pretty simple too. I'd be shocked if you have this different than me, but I have the Cowboys here uh, coming in second. I think it's pretty safe, um, a pretty safe bet that they're going to make it there. Um, bringing back this, you know, Dak Prescott, Michael Gallup, um, you know, uh, C.D. Lamb, decent offensive line. I do think this is one of the more weaker uh, Cowboys offensive line I meant. Um, that we've had, they've had in like the past decade. I will say, I don't think they have that depth like they're normally used to having. Um, but they bring in them. They got Brandon Cooks traded for him, solid. Tony Pollard's now going to get the the full running back share this year. He's shown talent. He's shown that he's good enough. I think he'll be pretty explosive. Letting Zeke go. Uh, got Stephon Gilmore out there to pair up with uh, Trevon Diggs. Uh, Jonathan Hankins on the defensive line to help out, and then their first round pick, um, Maisie Smith. So. A uh, pretty good team. It's hard for me to trust uh, McCarthy, you know, as a head coach here in Dallas. And, you know, Dak hasn't, yeah, been, I, the yeah, most, Dak hasn't been the most reliable guy himself. So it's one of those – and they lost Kellen Moore, who I mentioned last show. Um, I think that will be a big hit to the um, to the Dallas Cowboys. What, so, what was Dak Prescott prediction? He's not throwing how many interceptions? I didn't even – I didn't see it. What did he say? He said, he said he's not throwing no more. I think he said he's not throwing no more than five. Let me um, look and, at that. We'll 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 bet that if that's the case, I'm uh I, I don't I don't really believe that. He has not shown that um he can do that, I don't think. He was but, let me see, I'm gonna say oh oh 10, take that back. It would 10. be 10. He said I won't have 10 interceptions this year. And then it was funny, like the, the memes on Twitter. So uh what do you think, Tyler? Will that first guy have more than 10 interceptions? I think he will. A worse offensive line. Um, I don't know if you're going to be able to keep the same run game. I mean, Pollard is good, but, I mean, you don't have that one-two punch, I think, anymore to keep yourself good on there. Um, we'll have to see if Pollard can help himself out as a pass blocker, but I think there's going to be people in his face a little bit this year at Prescott. Um, and I think he's going to – I think the Cowboys are going to be put in positions where they're going to have to throw it up, and the more you throw, the more chances you have of interception. So I think it's going to go over 10. No, it's going for 10 you know. then. What about you? What do you think? Um, I do think he's throwing over 10. I mean, yeah. I heck, I think in one game last year, throw like four. So, like, yeah. I, nah, granted, that was last year, but 
I, when we think right now, this is like the, the most prime of Dak Prescott. When, when you think so, like Dak been here for a minute. Like Dak was a yeah. he came in the league in 2016. We're in 2023 now. I don't think yeah. you get any more. Uh, oh, oh, I'm in my prime. Yet. This is about your prime. You when you hit about round year five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten ish. Like this is about the time where you should be seeing like the best, the best of yeah. you. And so uh, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, behind the Eagles and the Cowboys, I got number three being the New York Giants. Uh, they bring in Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. Uh, good wide receiver was kind of slept on. Paris Campbell also comes in, just a um, decent, reliable wide receiver who actually played pretty good in Indianapolis last year. Uh, Darren Waller gets brought in as their big piece, um, tight end wise from uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, and then defensively they bring in Ashawn Robinson. Um. They did have a decent, if I'm not mistaken, their defense was pretty decent last year. Like, it wasn't like a bad defense at all uh, for the most part. And Daniel Jones did play better than he was technically supposed to, I think. Um, I do like their offensive line for the most part. I think he got two bookend guys um, in Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas um, just holding those tackle spots. Um, a lot of this kind of hinges on Saquon Barkley. Will he come and play this year? You know, the contract stuff's happening. Um, is he going to come back and play for you? I do like the defensive line, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, Ashawn Robinson, Aziz Ojolari. That's some proven dudes. Kayvon Thibodeau um, as outside linebacker is nice. Uh, so we'll see what they can do. Once again, I'm just kind of in that spot. Um, Brian DeBall is going to have to do some good stuff, which he 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 can do um, offensively. We'll have to see how this team kind of performs overall. And then rounding it out, the Washington Commanders. You know, who's going to be their quarterback? Is it going to be Sam Howell, you know, former North Carolina Tar Heel, or is it going to be Jacoby Brissett? Um, just a solid, nice, you know, backup that can step in when needed quarterback. Um, and then they go and get they go and get Emmanuel Forbes, um, first round pick, safety, who they've said is pretty good. That's all I've got really is the highlight additions. So, you know, so, 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 uh, well, looking at this, then you don't think a guy like Eric Benemini, uh being now the you know the coach uh, there for the Washington, you don't think he'll uh, impact that a little bit? You don't think that he push him? Push him upward a little bit. I mean, you look at this, the quarterbacks is the that's the main thing. I mean, how much stock are you really gonna put in this team when you got Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett? Um, the running back is gonna be once again another running back by committee. They got the boy from Ola coming in, Chris Rodriguez, if you remember him mm. playing for Kentucky. Yeah, so yeah. I mean he's gonna come in there with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Okay, running back core. Um then I thought Chris played at uh, Locust Grove. Maybe I was that's, I thought no, I thought it was Ola. I could have oh. sworn it was Ola. I don't know. I'll bet it. I'll look. I'll look at it here in a little I bit. I think it's Lucas Grove because I remember. If anybody from Jones County remember, I, that was the guy I snatched the ball from and ran it back for a touchdown. You my senior right. year. Have I been messing up? No. Ola High School. It was Ola. Really? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, at least that's what it's saying. Ola McDonough, Georgia. That's where. Oh, well, that's uh, him. That's, that's him. I could have sworn. I could have thought it was Lucas Grove. Hmm. I could have sworn it was there was somebody Torres zero. Hey, hey, there is a running back from Locust Grove that went to the no, it's the one that played for the Falcons. It's the one that played for the Falcons. Which one was that? Oh my gosh. Oh, that's gonna take you a minute to yeah, yeah. We'll circle back. back. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, do I think he could turn it around? I don't really know. Um I'm not willing to bet on it this first year, though. I'm just not. I'm not willing to bet on it this first year. I do like Jahan Dotson. I do like Terry McLaurin. I, once again, it just comes back to 
quarterback for me. So how do you have this ranking out? I had Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. Is yours the same, or do you have a couple um, shakeups? Um, right before we get to it, the guy's name was Caleb Huntley. Caleb Huntley. Oh, yeah, I remember hearing Yeah, he Caleb. played for Locust Grove. I thought of the wrong guy. I know it was somebody. Well, good job for right. that area, that Locust Grove, Ola area. Um, what they call that area? The Augusta area around that time? Uh, uh, yeah. There's a name like that. for that area. What's the, yeah. not, uh, is, that, is it Henry County? Henry County? Maybe that Henry County, yeah. Yeah, be. but, you know, they've they actually been doing good. They've been doing good, you know, athlete-wise, player-wise, you know. So, even though Joe's kind of play them every year, they have a lot of good athletes in that in that uh, region. But um, uh, circling back, yes, uh, man, I have the same list as you do. Uh, number one, the Eagles, okay? Number two, I have um, the Cowboys, three Giants, four Washington. Now, with Washington, I do think they will compete just a tad bit. They have the defensive line to be able to take over games, um, but you are right. Just add added in Eric at like, office coordinator. You got to still have the pieces to be able to yeah. do it. So hopefully we see his magic work. Um, some people don't say. Some people don't even think it's his magic. Some people believe it was all Andy Reid, which is a is a point you can you can make that point because Andy Reid is that guy. Obviously, we just see these guys right win another Super Bowl, but. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. And uh, yeah. I, I think the Giants only get better. I think I'm excited to see what Daniel Jones brings to the table. Uh, he's continuing to get better. You know, he won a playoff game last year. Um, mm. He's stepping his game up. So I'm excited to see how he plays this upcoming season. Yeah. Then, obviously, the Cowboys. Cowboys are just – what can you expect, man? I felt like we've seen the best Cowboys team, what, two or three years ago. You know, uh, last year it was a solid team, but I, I'm never sold on the Cowboys. You know, we no, hear about them every year. We hear about, like they're always like up near the top in potential Super Bowl odds. I just don't I don't see what anybody else sees, man. I really don't. I've never seen it. I've never there's mm-hmm. never been a time when I'm like, dang, those Cowboys gonna probably be in the Super Bowl contention. Like, heck, the photos they made it is what the divisional round. You know how, how many uh, yeah, times they, they just right outside looking. It is right outside. Like how many times have we heard that they're amongst the best teams in the in the league? Like they're a good football team. Don't get me wrong. Like they're probably going to win 11, 12 games this year. I wouldn't be surprised. But I feel like the Cowboys are where the Eagles are. Where where the Eagles are right now? I feel like the Cowboys should be at that point because I feel like there's been a lot of seasons where the Cowboys have had even more talent than the Eagles. But now the Eagles don't found their talent, and now they're really you know, finding their gear, finding exactly what it makes them better as a team. And it'll be mm-hmm. interesting. I'm excited to see the comeback for Jalen Hurts as well for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts looked phenomenal, man, this past Break season. Some people thought he could have won MVP. The way he played in the Super Bowl was phenomenal. I mean, oh, my gosh. They literally had an offense that if you didn't stop them from scoring, they, you were going to lose the game. That's how yep. good they were, you know. So, like, yep. yeah, to see an offense of that caliber, man, that's some next-level stuff. So, I do think the uh, Eagles, that defense, like you say, coming back, all those names, Brandon Graham, uh, 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 what's the big D tackle you just named? Uh, um, you have Jalen Carter, Derek Barnett. Derek Barnett. Fletcher Cox. Cox. That's it. Jordan Davis. Yeah, dude. Look at that doggone line. Yeah, God. Not. Look at that line. That's a, They're going to be tough to beat, man. They're going to be really tough to beat. Um, I feel like the offensive line is going to get better. They're going to get better. Jalen Hurts going to continue to get better. As as we said before, man, I feel like Jalen Hurts was probably one of the better quarterbacks, you know, coming out of college. A lot of people doubted him because of what happened in, in college. But Jalen Hurts is that guy. And um, yeah, I, I'm confident to say he's probably going to be a top five quarterback coming to this season next year. So let's see. I think you're right. I think you're right. 
Um, so now you have the pleasure of picking the next division that you want to start off with. Breaking yep. down. I'm going to go with the funnest division of them all, the NFC South. I knew you were going to do that. Hey, so now let me tell you something about this division. The funnest. The fa- <laughs> yeah. Dude, because all of them goofy. That's what it is. They all goofy. Uh, but I will say with this division here, this is a division that um, you could probably say is, I don't know, like middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're tough. They're good. But they're middle of the pack, you know, and, and there's going to be – I feel like we're going to see a lot of those middle of the pack teams. Okay, so the number one team – this is hard to actually pick a number yeah, one team. Who, who, yeah, who are you putting number one? I, I only – oh, Lord, this is yeah, rough. This, this is the this. hardest one to pick in my opinion. This is hard. So this, this is going to be like – this is going to be a little bit more of like a – we're going to try it out and see. But I would say – um. And then after seeing the Saints are already losing Alvin Kamara for a few games. Well, is that is that determined yet? I have to look and see. I didn't know if they came out and gave him an official suspension. I know the league is looking into it. Let me look and see. Well, so this is going to be a very dependent on that decision. All right? So right now, until you figure out more about it, until we figure out more uh, about this, so this is going to be very interchangeable. All right? 1A. <laughs> I'll go with the Saints. All right. One A the Saints. One A the Saints. Yes. Nothing and, and I think I, is definitive here yet. Um, nothing's definitive. Nothing, yeah, okay. no, yeah, no, no suspension has been handed out yet. There are people that speculate between um, you know, some people are thinking one game, some people think three, some people think it can be as many as like six. So um yeah. If it, if it's one to three games, then I'll I'll still stay with this pick. But if it's six. Um, I might have to uh, switch switch over to my next guy, which will be the number two seed. Um, I'm going with the New Orleans Saints as number one. Okay. Okay. Uh, you got Derek Carr coming in at quarterback, um, something a little bit more established than what they've had last year. Uh, hopefully with a guy like Alvin Kamara, you can have a guy like a team that can be able to really be substantial and really like can get some offense going. Um, I, I just worry about how the Saints will look on defense. Their defense wasn't amongst the best last year. You know, they had an okay defense. Um, you know, I know they got Cameron Jordan. They have uh, Tyron Matthew, uh, Marshawn Lattimore. So they got some pieces, but mm-hmm. they're not amongst the top tier for, uh, I would say, on the defensive end of the side of the ball. Wide receiver, it's a lot of things are question, but, you know, they got Chris Olave. Uh, Olave. They got Michael Thomas, uh, Rashid, um, Rashid Shaheed, Jawan Johnson. Um, at tight end, Tayshawn Hill, who's a phenomenal player that's all around. Uh, so, and then also they got Jamal Williams, a second a second string running back. They got some pieces. Yeah. It'll be good to see what uh, if a guy like Derek Carr can come in and actually make an effect to this team a little bit. I think you will have to a little bit go with them as front runners. But then again, Derek Carr is a little surprised. bit. Derek Carr, Derek Carr is a little bit of a front runner himself. So, <laughs> so it's gonna be tough to see with this team. I, I do I do like what the Saints are bringing to the table, but I'm not gonna uh, I wouldn't pick money on I wouldn't pick money on anybody in this division. My okay. number two team is the Atlanta Falcons. All right, so this is the thing with them Falcons. I saw something on Facebook. Somebody said, "Man, I'm so ready for football season to watch my Falcons play." 
And then somebody come in and said, why? Oh, God. <laughs> why? <laughs> and I absolutely agree. Why? You want to you wanna sit there and just, like, cuss at your TV all day long? Um, but, yes, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, from the end of last year, I would say, like, the final five, six-ish game, five, four to five, six games in that area, the Falcons showed a lot of promising things. They showed that they can do a lot of really good things, and that depended on can we see a guy like Desmond Ritter play for a full season. So we saw a guy like Desmond Ritter, all right? Now we're going to see him with a full season under his belt. He'll start the season off. Um, a guy like Bajon Robinson, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of them picking him up, but mm-hmm, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it really goes. Um, I do like Tyler Aguilar. I do like Cordell Patterson. I know they got a lot of these – I know they got a lot, a lot of running backs. I think the Falcons have went on and said, hey, we're just well, going to accept the fact. know who their coach is and uh, where he came from. That's right. That's right. You know, so, former guy that, you know, running run plays for Derrick Henry, you know, every freaking play. He loves every play. Him. I know. That's him. that's what I think. I think the Falcons are, well, with him, I think they're coming to the realization that, hey, we're just going to be a running team. But that's my only problem. When the Falcons get behind on certain teams, it's hard for them to come back because they're always running the ball. Not saying it's impossible because, hey, then we watched the Falcons come back. They were down 28-3 to three or something like that against the Rams. They came, They still lost the game, but they came yeah. back. Like, back. they're yeah. able to do it in certain situations. But then, again, we, anybody remember the Rams' defense last year? They gave up a lot of leads. So, yeah, uh, you know. Either. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> a little, little teaser. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We're going to have yeah. to see this one then. Uh-huh. But for the Falcons, you know, I like some of the guys that got Scotty Miller, you know, from the from the Bucks. Um, Drake London, he's yeah. he's solid. Uh Kyle Pitts. I I I am not gonna lie. He might could do something. He, he just gonna have to have somebody the, to the talent's him. there. He just hasn't put the it all together yet. Office line is solid, you know, Jake Matthews. Now that I will agree. I do like that offensive line. Yeah, the offensive line aside, Chris Lindstrom, um defense. Well, look, a lot of new names, a lot of new names. One of my sponsors on the defense, Bud Dupree, you know, hey, good luck to you, Falcons. Shout out to to Bud Dupree. Um, They got, obviously, A.J. Terrell, Lorenzo Carter, Grady Jarrett, Khalil's Canvas. So, they got a aight defense, you know, (laughs) aight. But that's that's why I say – this is could be a one A one B like, and I could see any team winning this division with an easy ten and seven nine and eight record. Very similar to how the Bucks won with what eight and nine record last year. So mm-hmm. like, I can see the same thing happening once again for this division. This division is so it's gonna be tight, but there's not a lot of teams that can really push the envelope as being one of the best teams in the NFC. So we can see could easily be surprised. Then my number four, I'm going to – I'm sorry, number three, I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers, you got Bryce Young. You got all them boys. Um, he's new coming to the into shop. They got that um, – um, they're trying to build a lot of things. They got to rebuild their offensive line. Um, they got a lot of good defensive picks in their draft that I remember. And I don't know. Um, I, don't, I really don't know too much on, overall on the Panthers. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going with them because I'm not too sold on the Buccaneers. I just yeah. don't think the Buccaneers are um, – I don't think they got it. I mean, they're bringing in Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's solid, but, eh, 
And yeah. Baker Mayfield, they lost some of their weapons. They lost a lot of things on defense as well. I, I'm not sold on the Buccaneers. I can see them having a little struggling year. Plus, I'm not the biggest fan of their head coach. I don't think their head coach is all that good. So, you right like now, oh uh, yeah, Todd Bowles. Now I don't, I don't trust them. I, like I said, I was trusting more of Tom Brady there, but I and plus when they had um, uh, what's the other guy? The uh, other head coach, Bruce Arians. When they had Bruce Arians, yeah, yeah he was the guy. Um, I think they would have had so much of a better team if Bruce Arians would have stayed. I really do believe that. But I know he I went know. on to the highest exposition. It's just that team is not good all the way around. So Tampa mm-hmm. Bay might be in a little bit of reset. But look, the, the years that they've had, what, the past, what, three three years? You know those Tampa mm-hmm. Bay fans were very excited. They enjoyed it. They went and won a Super Bowl. They went to the playoffs, had a phenomenal playoff game to watch a lot. They've had a, they've had a lot of comebacks. Brady don't broke records. And so, like – they, the Tampa Bay don't have that time, you know. They, they yeah. their fans were excited for the past three years, so it's probably back to the back to the gutter for Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you had Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Buccaneers, right? Yep. All right, all right. I'll get into mine. Um, I'm gonna go number one Falcons, and it ain't a one A one B. I I just really I kind of like what they've um what they've done compared to everybody else. I'm not gonna say I love everything they've done. Overall, I guess you could say, um, I do think our Arthur Smith can do enough this year. I mean, he, you know, I mentioned he comes from that Titans background with a, you know, Ryan Tannehill and maybe one good wide receiver, and then you have Derrick Henry. We're probably gonna see Bijan Robinson ran a ton this year. It will. Um, and then to spell him, you do got Tyler Algier, like you mentioned, and Cordero Patterson, um, both good, capable running backs themselves. Algier actually had a really good year last year. Um, so, I mean, he won't be ran into the ground necessarily. Um, they can kind of, you know, give him a break if we need to here and there, but they, they will rely, I think, on Bajan Robinson a lot this year. I do like the offensive line you named out, uh, Jake Matthews. They drafted, drafted the guy early this year, um, from Syracuse, Matthew Bergeron, um, decent center. I think Chris Lindstrom, some good backups behind them. Caleb McGarry at right tackle. So pretty good. Johnny Smith can be a good blocking tight end probably, um, but you have some weapons as well. You mentioned Scott Miller. I do like that pickup. I think he's just a good, solid veteran. Um, Matt Collin, who's just a tall wide receiver. Drake London, who's got some upside. Um, and then, like you mentioned, Kyle Pitts. Main thing it comes down to Ritter just needs to be an okay quarterback, a decent enough managing quarterback for them to succeed this year. I kind of like what they did defensively too. Bringing in Calais Campbell to be the veteran on that defensive line, I love Campbell. And Campbell has, like, aged very well. Um, the dude has been yeah. able to perform even as he's gotten older. Um, yeah, it, when he was on Baltimore, good. he looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then you got David Onyemata, uh, Grady Jarrett, who's always been, you know, you can rely on him to come every week. You mentioned Bud Dupree, um, you know, Georgia homegrown kind of guy from shout out to Wilkinson County, right? Um, you got Lorenzo Carter, another homegrown dude, AJ Terrell. They go and get Jeff Akuda, who he's kind of like, you know, if I could compare this dude to anything. I compare him to my and not not trying to get into NBA for all you guys that are just like oh shut up about the NBA. He's kind of my Cam Reddish of the NFL. I don't know. I just secretly really like this guy and I, I like the talent that he had in college. I just don't think he's had the supporting cast and the the people around him to really reach that potential yet. So I like Jeff Akuda there. They picked up Mike Hughes, Jesse Bates from uh, Cincinnati. So this the secondary has the potential here to, to be pretty good. The linebackers just have to kind of hold their end of the bargain. I like the defensive line. I like the secondary. Just have to make sure that middle lasts pretty good. So I, I like the Falcons here, number one. Number two, the Saints, you mentioned them, bringing in uh, Derek Carr. Um, 
Kendra Miller, a guy from TCU, running back from TCU, who if Alvin Kamara misses games, I think he can step in and be pretty good. We, I don't think he – if he did play, it wasn't a lot in the championship game against uh, Georgia. Um, and they also got Brian Brzee, um, defensive lineman from Clemson, who I like. Got some good people. You mentioned um, Chris Olave, who I'm very much in love with. I love Chris Olave. I think he's going to be great um, this year. Michael Thomas, we'll see if he can actually come back to being, you know, decent. Um, offensive line's pretty good. Defense has always been at least somewhat good, so I like them at number two. I'll put Panthers at three because I like Frank Reich, Bryce Young, DJ Chark, Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders, Jonathan Mingo, uh, Hayden Hurst, all being pushed into this offense that has been so just abysmal uh, this past couple years. I think that's going to make a big difference here. And Frank Reich's a great offensive mind, so I think they can run up some numbers at least this year offensively to keep themselves in some games. The defense is where I'm worried about a little bit, though. Um, I just don't know what to quite expect on that side of the ball. Um, you do got Brian Burns, really good player. Shaq Thompson, who could be pretty good. Uh, Derek Brown, former first-round pick from, um, I think it was from Auburn, pretty good. And they did go and add Von Bell and um, Jamie Robinson, who I think is a upside guy. Um, ended up being at Florida State later in his uh, career. Came from, I want to say, Lee County. Uh, he was good. So, um, I think they can be it. And then Buccaneers, like you said, uh, Baker Mayfield, I just – I'm not buying it. You know, you still got Mike Evans. You still got Chris Goblin. And then the defense just really doesn't look good to me. I do know that Todd Bowles is a good defensive mind. I just don't know if he can do enough with what he, he does. He just needed to only do defensive side. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, and I, I, just don't, I just don't think he has – I think this, this is the worst defense I think they've had in years, in my yeah. opinion. I don't, I, don't, I don't really – I mean, they do have a couple pieces still from that championship winning team, but – Man, I don't know. It's 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 gotten pretty bad. Um, so, I mean, like I like Devin White. I like Levante David. Shaq Barrett could be pretty good, but I'm really worried about the the defensive backs. They do got Jamil Dean, Carlton Davis can be okay. Um, Antoine Winfield I do like, but I don't know. There's just some there's some stuff to really kind of puzzle you. So, I I do agree with yours most part. I just flip Saints and Falcons there. Um, yeah. so. Like I'll I pick said, they're, they're interchangeable. They're very interchangeable. Yeah, they 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 can be. Yeah, um, I not not to try to hype up the Falcons too much because I don't want to get their hopes up, the fans up this the, that much this year. But I do see some success in the future. Um, so that leaves us with NFC North, NFC West. I get to pick this one. I'm going to go with NFC West, the a division that in the years past we're like, man, I could see all four of these teams making the playoffs. You know, I, I'm almost certain we've said that in years past on the show. Because um, they were just that talented. Um, it's just, man, uh, we've had two teams just absolutely kind of fall off. Um, and we'll get to them here in a second. But um, to me, number one here, uh, who I'm picking to be number one in this conf- or in this division of the conference, is going to be the 49ers. I don't think that's a crazy thing I to say. say. It shouldn't even be a – yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, a, a lot of continuity coming back. Um, obviously, they are going to be missing their defense coordinator who went on to um, to coach – um, he's going to be the head coach for the um, the Texans this year. But um, who's going to be quarterback? Who you think quarterback, be quarterback? Quarterback. It's going to be Brock Purdy. Um, I do know some people that are thinking Trey Lance. I think it's going to be Brock Purdy. He did enough last year. I think he kind of bought himself at least that title to start things off this year. Um, crazy. What about Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold can. I just don't know. I you know me. 
if anybody's going to come out and tell the truth about Sam Darnold, I was the guy that was – I was going <laughs> to die on the hill that Sam Darnold is a good quarterback. I, I fell in love with him in that Rose Bowl against Penn State. <laughs> that was, that was an incredible game, yes. Man, it, it has been a steep decline ever since. Um, and um, I, don't, I don't know. I've just lost hope in him, man. Um, but needless to say, whoever's quarterback, it'll be straight regardless. Shanahan can make make do with whatever he's given. Um, he's proven himself to be a great offensive mind. And, um, you know, th- they've got a good team around them. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, I like all these guys. They add Ray Ray McLeod, your boy from Pittsburgh. Uh, they add uh, Chris Conley, former Georgia Bulldog. And then one guy that's gone a little under the radar, um, picked in the seventh round, which was really shocking to me, uh, former wide receiver from Michigan. Ronnie Bell, who made some really good catches for Michigan. Mm. Now, if you, if you go back and you remember watching some of the Michigan games, the dude making all these spectacular catches, Ronnie Bell, Ronnie Bell, Ronnie Bell, like just ridiculous. He, he was good. So maybe he has a renaissance there in, um, in San Francisco. You got to love the offensive line with Trent Williams, um, you know, kind of heading things up. They're going to have that right. Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Jordan Mason, Tyrion Davis-Price, they can have a running back by committee with obviously Christian McCaffrey. Um, you know, getting the bulk of the carries, and then also having Kyle Yuschek, who's just a, a probably the best fullback in football. If if we had to put that, you know, it's a dying yeah. position, but you, you yeah. can't go wrong with the dude. Um, they just have to milk the clock, keep the defense fresh, and score touchdowns whenever they can, and be smart offensively. And they're they're Gucci because on the defense, you look at Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave. They bring him in from Philly. Javon Kinlaw, who we all knew was the monster at South Carolina. Eric Armstead's still there. You know, uh, they got Cleveland Farrell. They brought him in former uh, first-round pick from uh, Las Vegas. If you remember, he played for Clemson. Um, they bring in a guy, Robert Bill. You know, we know him from Georgia. I like him. He'll just be a depth piece there. D. Winters, like him from TCU. Dre Greenlaw. We all know Fred Warner, probably the best linebacker in the NFL right now. Um, you know, Tashawn Gibson, Chavarius Ward, Isaiah Oliver, kind of slept-on guy. Uh, who I liked coming out. They also got a guy, um, Daryl Luter, who I liked from South Alabama uh, this past year. I really wanted Georgia to maybe be able to pull him from the transfer portal, but it just didn't happen. Um, they uh, they go out and get a kicker this year, Jake Moody, um, you know, from Michigan, who's a pretty solid kicker. So just to bring a little special teams in here, I like him. Um, for me, second in this division, you get the Seahawks a team that really overperformed last year, right? Uh, everybody kind of wrote them for dead when we knew Geno Smith was going to be the number one guy, you know, running things there. And, uh, man, actually had a pretty good season. Uh, showed some stuff there. They got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, keeping that continuity there. Go and get Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first round this year, who many think is the – they thought he was the best wide receiver in this draft. You know, some people had a, had that as a thought. Um, so, good pickup by them. Um, going to be able to run the ball. They got Kenneth Walker who really showed out really well. Um, and then they also go get our boy Kenny McIntosh, and they go get Zach Charbonnet from UCLA, um, a good running back from UCLA in the second round. So I'm um, going to have that running game. Defensively, Jerron Reed. Uh, you got Bobby Wagner coming back. Devon Witherspoon, who should be pretty good. Jamal Adams, great safety. Quandre Diggs, great safety. Tariq yeah. Woolen and um, and Kobe Bryant, um, you know, from, from Cincinnati, you know, when he paired up with um, Sauce Gardner. So, like what they got there, then you get to our bottom two here. And one of these teams is at least a little bit better than the other because I think they're going to have their starting quarterback healthy to start off. So, that's why I'm just going to put the Rams here. Um, Matthew Stafford should theoretically be healthy. 
come the start of the season. Who knows how long that lasts, though. He's he's starting to deteriorate, man. He's um he's doing a lot of injuries. He gets yeah. he gets injured quite often. Um, so you know it, that that's something you got to watch out for. They couldn't really add a lot this year as far as their options. You know, through the draft and free agency, <laughs> just didn't have the capital to make it happen. Um, got a good guy, good um wide receiver from BYU, Puka Nakua, who I liked. Um. Outside of that, offensively, it really wasn't much. They got Warren McClendon later on in the fifth round from Georgia. We know him, pretty good blocker. And then, um, you know, Zach Evans, who I like, um, went ended up going from Ole Miss to TCU, I want to say, or TCU to Ole Miss, one of those two. Um, and our boy Stetson Bennett, who might be able to play this year, and they signed to a four-year contract. Um, shockingly enough, a lot of people written this dude off, thought he was going to be an insurance salesman as soon as he left Georgia. Um, He's all I know him. Yeah, he's, oh, he probably wrong. wrong. Talk to a lot of people wrong. Boom yeah. Crap. yeah, get out of here, man. I, yeah. I got tired of hearing that. I was like, dude, no two-time national championship winning quarterback of his caliber who can actually play because we weren't blind to blind to the hate. He I mean, like, he did good. He's a, he's a good quarterback. I mean, he's a good mm-hmm. football player. I mean, he, he was. So, yeah. like, get him in the right system. He can do the same thing. Now, I'm not saying he's jumping in, he's winning three, four Super Bowls, but I feel like he can have a decent career in the right system. So yeah. I, I like it. I like, and then with Sean McVay, I like my chances. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, I, I think he can be pretty good. The defense is a lot. There's a lot there that is not good, though. I mean, you got Aaron Donald, but sadly, he's not going to be able to hold this thing down by himself. I just can't tell you that I know a lot of these guys. Like, I could go through and name these people out right now, but I feel like a lot of you would not know them. Um, and, and I mean, like, it's just – it's gotten that, you know, it's just gotten that sparse. Um, they did pick up Byron Young from Tennessee, who I like as an edge rusher, so I will mention him. Um, but other than that, it's just – it's uh, much to be uh, – left to be desired. Um, then you get to the Cardinals, who, I'm, as I mentioned, I just don't think they're going to have their – uh, starting quarterback to start things off this year. I think Kyler Murray coming off the injury, he's not going to be ready. Um, they went and got Paris Johnson, good offensive lineman in the draft. B.J. Ojolari, great edge rusher from LSU. Um, they got Owen Papo, if you, any of you guys follow recruiting. Um, was like a number one kind of player overall about four or five years ago from Grayson. Uh, just things didn't work out for him as they probably should have potential-wise um, at Auburn. But they got him nonetheless. Um, so it's, you know, it's the Cardinals. I'm not going to go crazy on this one. So that's my list. You got 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. How do you order this out of this division? Well, our, our list is very similar. Um, it's probably the same. The thing about NFC is, like we already said, the harder division we felt like was AFC anyway. Yeah, it's going to uh, be but, uh, but we know the NFC, they have their few teams, and I feel like the 49ers are one of those few teams, 49ers, Eagles, throw the Cowboys in there. There's a few, but – Towards the bottom pack, they're competitive, but they ain't nobody you can really depend on. And I'm going with the same yeah. list you got. Uh, I got the 49ers first. Um, I do like what Brock Purdy did last year. Uh, technically, he was undefeated when he played full games. You know, he never lost a game. We played a full. He didn't play the whole game in the NFC Championship game. You know, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Then I know he came back, but come on, the man was literally on one. He didn't have a, even a shoulder. He had a shoulder was gone. Yeah, he so, messed up. Uh, I like what Brock Purdy brings to the table. I like that defense for the 49ers. I like what they got in the backfield. Like you say, you named all their weapons. They're phenomenal. Debo Samuels, Christian McCaffrey, uh, the fullback, Kyle uh, Juchek. I mean, they got a team. 
Now it's time. It's now it's finally time for them to try to get, do their best to get over the home. The Eagles going to be a tough team to get over, but I just think we can see a potential rematch later on in the playoffs. So um, they're one of those teams I'm excited to watch throughout the season. I, I'm not. I'm a Steelers fan, but if you ever sat to say there's a team I slightly root for, you know, you know how you got that other team. You just I just like to see them win. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. For me in the NFL, it's the 49ers. Another team like that at a, at a time, it's probably not that anymore. But at, at a time, obviously, I'm a Georgia fan. I like but, for, but but for some reason I used to be like I used to like root for Stanford. I used to, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Yeah. I, used like, I used to like Stanford winning. I was like, man, I uh, like Stanford winning. Like when McCaffrey was there, I used to. I used to yeah, like yeah. yeah. When they got McCaffrey, but you know, obviously with uh, Andrew Luck and uh, they had some other good, they had some other good team. Reason why I would like Stanford. Bryce you know, Love. That's, Bryce, that's, 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 a, that's a deep cut for you. That is. Boy, where has he been? Yeah, uh, Richard Sherman, you know, but that that's yeah, a real deep. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch, I didn't really watch it for him because I didn't really know yeah. of him at the time. So, well, I used to watch a good bit of Stanford because Stanford, you know, there was a time with Oregon before the, yeah. the, uh, before the playoffs. You know, Oregon would be always Mariota, at the top. Dennis Mariota. Mason. Well, that's when they did make the playoffs. But there was a lot of times Oregon was oh. always top tier rank, and I used to get mad because like, Oregon ain't playing nobody, but it would yeah. run the score on these teams, and every year. There'll be one they have to play this one team that'll keep them from making it into the national championship. And it'll be Stanford that'll beat them at the end of the year. Even if sometimes if Stanford don't even have a good record. Uh yeah. Stanford will go on the road and beat them. Like, there's no way with this Oregon mm-hmm. team, Stanford will go on the road and beat them. So they have some solid teams, but uh but yeah, like 49 is one of those teams I, I slick root for sometimes. Yeah. Uh I, I like I like a lot of their pieces they bring to the table. Seattle Seahawks is my number two pick. Uh Seattle. You know, you got to always believe in a guy like Pete Carroll and what he can do with his team. I like what Geno did coming into last year. Uh, he fell off a little bit at the end. Uh, but Seattle, Seattle have a lot of they, – they just slept on a little bit on the defensive end. But I feel like if you, like, really look at how they play on defense, they play really good as, a, like, a squad. Like, they're a really good squad defensive pack. So – like I forgot what team it was. I think it was Seattle. It probably was the 49ers. But man, it was like a really good defensive game back and forth. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the 49ers still won the game, but Seattle is one of those teams where if you sleep on them too long, they'll come out of nowhere and, and surprise you. So yeah. I can see, I can see Seattle going ten and seven ish, uh, maybe eleven and six. I that's really pushing it. I I, I will lean more ten seven, maybe a nine eight, nine and eight, but. I got them my number two. Same thing. We got the same list. The Rams number three. Um, all depending on Matthew Stafford being healthy. Um, and then the Cardinals number four. The Cardinals. It's funny. What was this? 2019, 2018, 2017. It was the Rams and the Cardinals and the Seahawks. It was Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks division. Then it switched over. You know, the 49ers came out in 2020 when they went to Super Bowl. Then 2021, 2021, the Rams said, hey, we coming back. So, and the Cardinals were good then. So, there's been a lot of, like, this division can easily flip any time throughout the year. The past 10 years, this has been one of the most fun. A lot of people say there was a time people thought this was the toughest division. Now I think it's the AFC West, but um, this is one of the tougher division in all of football. So, mm-hmm. or you can say NFC East. Take that back. Uh, well, what you? Well, I don't know. NFC East, AFC West. Which one do you think is the toughest division in football? Uh, AFC West. I think. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I said that because I mean, Giants and Commanders. I just, you know, 
you know, I don't buy it all the way, but AFC West, it's what? It's Chiefs, Chargers. Who else you got in there? We just broke it down. Uh, Broncos and Broncos. Uh, Raiders. Raiders. Ah, uh, yeah. You could yeah, Raiders say the same team. Thing. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it's close. It's close. But I like the – um. if I had to rank it by my top two, Kansas Kansas City and um the Chargers, I just – I don't know. To me, that's better than uh Philadelphia and Dallas. Dallas is the little pinch. I like Philadelphia. Just Dow, Dallas is like the – ah. But I guess rivalry-wise, because, I mean, that, it means more in that division, obviously. This this stuff – these rivalries have been going on for God knows how long. Well. They get up to play each other. We, I mean, I know they were the toughest division very from 2000 to 2010, but mm-hmm. AFC North, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, Browns. Yeah, Browns, that, that was a tough one for me. So, yeah. I like that, that one, too. Yeah. I like that one, too. Yeah. Um, so, man, that, that'll leave you with our last division, and you're going to break this one down first, the NFC North. The Aaron Rodgers list for the first time in God knows how long, NFC North. Man, the NFC North, who would have ever thought we would finally get to a list like this? Um, now, on a team like the NFC North, uh, you know, not having Aaron Rodgers down, that, that actually is a big thing. Um, it, this is interesting because it, it's very competitive. I don't know what we're going to see from a guy like Kirk Cousins for the Vikings. Uh, you know, after seeing the Vikings last year, they won like 13 games by one score. I mean, they yeah. were, yeah, team. they technically had a negative point differential, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, they did, they had a negative yeah. 0.3 differential. <laughs> wow, yeah, so they, they shouldn't have been winning all those games, but they did, but they did. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, we saw the reason why it was a little flukish because guess what they did in the first round of the playoffs, they lost That's to the Giants. So Ooh, this is actually a hard division to pick as well. It, you know? it was tough for me. It was this one was actually one of the tougher ones. Um, you might be surprised at mine, honestly. Uh, I'm gonna go with number one. Looking, sitting here, looking at it. But I, number one, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna put some trust in them because they did finish the season well. I did like what Dan Campbell did with them, but I'm going with the Lions. There you go, the Lions. There you go. Uh, the Lions That's had right. a. Real solid team last year. They did. They had a. I like, I like the. Co- I like Dan Campbell and the coaching staff too, man. I just. Yeah, I me too. They, the way that, like you said, the way they ended off that year, um, it kind of, it kind of goes into my my mindset here when I'm when I'm picking these teams. I like that. Yeah, he threw uh, Jared Goff through twenty nine touchdowns, four thousand yards. Um, you know, he got some really solid receivers. Uh, Josh Reynolds, Amon, uh, uh, Saint Brown. Uh, their their offense was top ten in scoring and top twelve in passing and rushing. So they got a team. Um, they got a running back, David Montgomery. Um, obviously, we know about the guy himself, Jamar Gibbs, uh, yeah. Jamison Williamson. You know, coming in as well. They got six game suspension for him. Yeah, no suspension. Yeah, but he'll be he'll be back. Uh, Cam Sutton on defense, C.J. Garner Johnson, as you already talked about, Emmanuel Mosley. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's out. And you got the rookie Brian Branch. Uh, I like I like a lot that's of right. that. I didn't even have that down. I like that Brian Branch. Yeah, good And then also I forgot about the defensive guy. Now this is the guy that still is. Uh, he's the guy that's supposed to be the one that still we got a radar still out there for him. Is Aiden Hutchinson? We'll see. That's right. Uh, how good Aiden Hutchinson will be yeah. for the Detroit Lions. But I think overall, man, they got a good team um, on paper. 
And and plus last year, which after just seeing this, Detroit went five and one in the division. So going five and one in, in a division and they didn't make the playoffs, that shows you, man. Like they're they're right there. They can beat these teams in the division. And this is a division with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So we will see what the Lions are able to bring to the table uh going into next year. So I'm excited. The I think the Lions uh be the one seed. Now, two seed. This is where things get hard. All right. Oh man. I think we I think we know who's gonna be at the bottom though. So it's the two yeah. and three to me. Two and three. I, I say bottom, I put Green Bay. All right. Let's say for my four is Green Bay. Um, oh, you think the Bears gonna be at the bottom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think the Bears gonna probably outplay Green Bay. I, I'm between oh. the Bears and the Vikings for number two, but I think I'm gonna slick go Vikings too. Wow. Yeah, that's Vikings. too it's easy. Yeah, I'm gonna go Vikings too. I'm gonna go Vikings too. All right, we know what they did last year, man. They had a great, they had a, a lucky season last year. I mean, come on, we, we saw, but you you only get so lucky when the when playoff time hits. You can't only get so lucky. So, but they had a phenomenal season last year. Beat crazy, like had some crazy, crazy comebacks. I mean, crazy. I mean, what the Vikings? Well, who, who, who came back on the Colts? It was the Vikings, correct? Yeah, it was the Vikings. They were down 33 to nothing. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It was 33 to 3 or 33 yeah, to nothing. It was like crazy freaking comeback. And they came back and won the game. You know, so looking at the Vikings of what they did from that last year, that's another piece of what you had to look at as well. So the Vikings were a tough team. The defensive back, you know, it, it's a little 50 50. You got Harrison Smith as a veteran. Um, you know, he's on a little bit of a decline at safety. Yeah. Uh, but you have. Um, these are names I'm not familiar with. You probably already got Cam Bynum, um, Andrew Booth, Lewis Sign. I like Andrew Booth, though. He came from, uh, you know, Lewis Seen. That's our safety uh, when we won the first national championship. From That's Georgia. right. Yeah, That's yeah, right. That's and then, right. you know, Andrew Booth, uh, great cornerback from Clemson. Clemson, okay. Yeah, we had to okay. go against him in that, in that first game uh, a couple years ago. And then you got Makai Blackman. So, I mean, they got some young guys. The, yeah, you know, the they Vikings do. They're young. Um, obviously, we already know Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison. You know, they, they got some guys, Dalvin Cook. Uh, well, I forgot Dalvin Cook. Well, no, they with, don't. You know, he's he not will not be coming back. Yeah, so, well, we'll have to see what this uh, – let me see who the running back is. Alexander Madison. We have to see how he plays coming yeah. back. And he, have, he's, he's done okay when he's gotten work. Um, it's just they don't have much behind him either. Ty Chandler, Nwong, kick. Kenny Nwongwu and Dwayne McBride. I just don't know those three guys really that well. So, mm-hmm. a lot hinges on him. Yeah, my number three is the Chicago Bears. Um, I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm going to uh, – that's why they're number three. It's not like they're number three. But I'm going to give them a shot. I'm going to go with them a little bit. I'm going to trust Justin Fields for the first time. Um, I know they got DJ Moore, you know, coming in for the receiving group. He'll help out a little bit. Um Claypool's on the pup right now. Who? So he will, he, Claypool, he'll he'll be on the pup to start the season. So I think it's like the first four or six weeks he'll be yeah, out. Yeah, I feel that sad Claypool sometimes, man. He don't uh, – he, he played, played better pretty, on the Steelers. Poor, uh, pretty piss poor offense. I know. Or not offense. Already, off knew, already knew already knew that he wasn't going to be uh, – he already knew, already knew he wasn't going to be what he, he said was. He said he been working hard or trying really. No, he's not that – he had he was able to be pushed a little bit more in Pittsburgh, but he, he wasn't gonna do nothing in Chicago, especially when you go to a team that went 
happen at the time. But I do think they step up their game just a little bit. I think we see a little bit more from Justin Fields. I think he can finally steal some games, win some games. Um, they know they drafted Tyreek Stevenson. Um, they got Jalen Johnson at the corner. Uh, they got Tremaine Edmonds. They got TJ Edwards to boost up the linebacker. So they got a solid group. I, I think they're just going to be a little bit better than Green Bay, who I will be going to now as my four with Jordan Love and all those guys. I, I just don't I just don't trust Green Bay enough. I know they got Christian Watson. Um, you know, Matt LaFleur is still a really good coach. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon in the run game. Um, but I have to just see more from Jordan Love. I know a lot of people think Jordan Love is going to be this – uh, savior for Green Bay the way Rodgers was for Brett Favre, but I don't think so. Um, I, I think Jordan Love is going to be a solid quarterback, but I think he's going to have his struggles his first year. So I think we're going to see the downfall of Green Bay. I predict them probably going 7-9, 6-10. I was 6-11. 7 – what is it? 7-10 and 6-11. and Yeah, I, I keep forgetting that you, we got these 17 games. You messed up my uh, – yeah. You know, uh <laughs> record things now. But, uh, yeah, that's what I, my prediction is currently. So, number one, I got the Lions, two, Vikings, three, Bears, four, Green Bay. Um, I do have the Lions, one. I do have the Vikings, two. But I got the Packers and Bears switched up a little bit. Lions, um, I mean, to me, I think they could have had a better offseason. I don't mm-hmm. think they necessarily had to go out and get Jameer Gibbs. Um, but I do like them. I don't, just don't think they absolutely needed them. You know, they could have kept J- – uh, Jamal Williams there and just kept that one-two punch kind of in, in Detroit. Um, they also got one guy that's that's being slipped on a little bit, Muhammad Ibrahim, uh, running back from Minnesota, who was really freaking good at Minnesota um, in college. So maybe maybe he plays up to something there. But um, good offensive line, good defense. I've talked about how I like that coaching staff. Um, hard to really crack on what they got defensively. They got Jack Campbell, uh, rookie linebacker from Iowa. Alex Anzalone, a guy I like. Um, if you watched Hard Knocks last year, Malcolm Rodriguez, uh, you know, a lot of people, he was like one of the heroes on Hard Knocks, everybody liked. Um, mm-hmm. They got some other good guys here, too. Well, so we'll, we'll see how things end up playing. Um, Brian Branch will have to play up to, to par now that C.J. Garner Johnson's out. So I like them at number one. Uh, number two with the Vikings, um, I'm not as huge on their defense as much as I like their offense. I kind of like their offense – a bit more to me, I could very easily see the Packers taking number two. Um, and the Vikings really you know, falling down, yeah. It just the Vikings are so up and down, like we said, the point differential stuff. I'm not totally sold on the running back over here. I like Justin Jefferson, I like Jordan Addison, I like um, you know, J- Jalen Rager, and you know, maybe J- Jalen Naylor and KJ Osborne are good dart throws from time to time. Um, we'll see how they do on there. Defensively, though, I'm just not big on it. Like Daniel Hunter, but there, I think there's been talks that maybe he can be released. Jordan Hicks, Marcus Davenport, you know, former first rounder for New Orleans. Um, you know, you mentioned Harrison Smith, but like you said, he's getting older. Byron Murphy, that's maybe your like big guy that you got right there. And then, um, you know, Lewis Seen, should he play his way up? So we'll see how it goes. I'm just not t- like that's like my one that I, I could see falling. Uh, Packers. I think that Jordan Love can actually do pretty decently enough for them to win games. Their defense is already good, dude. They got Kenny Clark. You know, they got Devontae Wyatt. They got Lucas Van Ness in the first round this year, a really good pick from um, from Iowa. Um, like him, Preston Smith, good. Quay Walker, Devondre Campbell, former Falcon there. Rashawn Gary, former first-round pick from Michigan. 
Um, Jair Alexander, Darnell Savage, Razul Douglas. Like I, I like their defense a lot. Um, there's a there's a lot to like here, honestly. And offensively, they you know the quarterback can do okay, and they got a good running game. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. You know you can rely on those guys. The offensive line's been decent enough. They got Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs. I like those two guys. Jaden Reed, they drafted in the second round from Michigan State, who could be pretty good. So I think they can actually um, overperform. They can outperform a little bit. The Bears, do I, you know, I like, I like Justin Fields. I'm probably going to have him in fantasy this year. I, I think he can put up some numbers. Um, they got Darnell Mooney. They got DJ Moore. I mean, I'm pretty good with those. Claypool, like, like I said, is going to probably be out for a little while. Offensive line might be okay. They actually invested in that with Darnell Wright, right tackle from Tennessee, so he could be pretty good potentially. Um, they themselves are going through a little bit of a running back thing here too, though. Losing David Montgomery, bringing up Khalil Herbert, who maybe can be all right, bringing him Deontay Foreman, who might be okay. Drafted Rashawn Johnson from uh, Texas, who was Bajon Robinson's uh, backup. So we'll see what we got there. Defensively, I'm just not all that sold on it either. I'm not a big fan of Tyreek Stevenson, and that may be some sour grapes. He transferred from Georgia to Miami, but to me, he's not the most fluid corner. I think he's more of a safety and very much like Keely Ringo. I think he could probably be a better safety than a corner. Um, So, I don't know. I just don't see this team necessarily. I don't trust the coaches. I don't really know that coach well enough. I can trust, um, what's it, LaFleur over in, in Green Bay a little bit more. So that's why I have it like that. Lions, Vikings, Packers, Bears, and I could very well, like I said, see Packers and Vikings flipping. But I do think the Lions come out of this division number one. So that's where we differ. But pretty good NFC show here. Uh, We done broke down the whole NFL, man. Uh, Two straight weeks, two knocking them out. Um, So a lot to look forward to. Looking forward to fantasy. We got our predictions. We're ready to go. You know, fantasy – for some people up on the horizon. Um, now I am see I had played fantasy just for the fun of for the first time uh last year uh for football wise. You know, I, I have played the basketball one, you know, with y'all. I'm I played I played the football one with uh Pete Connecticut performer, just a few guys, and I won the thing and I was like, okay, this is not bad, you know. But yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure my rule, uh the rules that y'all play by are completely different than what we had. Because we did a full different draft. Y'all don't do y'all don't go by like y'all don't have a whole different team nation. Y'all get keepers. So you well, know Well, the Jones County League, you get three keepers. That's what I'm the saying. Rest, yeah, no. the rest of it is up for grabs. But I mean, I do play in other leagues where you know you have to draft from scratch and stuff too. So I know what you mean. Yeah. But see, I think that those keepers are actually key, like depending like on it. Yeah, no, a I, I strategy. So. A strategy. Yeah, y'all be y'all definitely be doing some big time trading. I I, I actually like how I love, I love trading. Not not only do I hear from you, but like when I hear from the group message with like Tanner and Cole and Keith, I bet you they'll be so pissed off at me sometimes. Oh, they man. do. Tyler Tyler didn't trade it in there yet. <laughs> oh man. Who won the uh, Super Bowl last year? Was it who was it? It was Daniel. Daniel. It came down to Daniel and Daniel. And uh, right. Daniel ended up pulling it out. So uh, yeah, I still have that video, bro. I still have that video, man. It's one of my favorites, dude. When they go with Louis. <laughs> Every year I win. Louis doing the yeah, doing dude, the trash talk. So. Oh my gosh, man. Like I he looks I, forward I, to it too. He looks oh, boy, he, looks oh, I bet he does. He lives for it. Bro, when Tanner lost and, you know, the oh, two-year-old. Like and, <laughs> and, 
He said, Tanner, that video, you suck, Fuck dude. Yeah. Hey, that's so, I still say that. I can't, I have to, I, I'll find it later. Tanner probably threw that, threw that phone against the wall, broke it. Yeah. So. That's one of my favorite videos. So yeah. I send it to Tanner sometimes. I just randomly send it to him. You know, even when we like trash talking each other or something, I just send uh, it to him. You know, <laughs> good times, good times, good times. Yeah, we'll have to get us another. Uh, Kobe was hitting me up about TNT Fantasy League, so we'll have to do that again this year. All right, bet. Yeah, man. Um, any last thing? I know you're you're busy. Um, you know, with with fight coming up. Um, so yeah, I mean, anything else you wanna you wanna say here before we break it down? Oh um, man, this is probably one of the best fight weeks. Uh, fight weekends we've probably seen in a very long time. Uh, UFC two ninety one with Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier. Oh um, my gosh. Uh, uh, Jan Bohovic versus Alex Pereira. That's a phenomenal, phenomenal fight. You got um. Michelle Pereira versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Oh, yeah. You got Kevin Holland and uh, Michael Chiesa. Um, and then that undercard is freaking nasty. Then in boxing, you got uh, Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence in the main event. Oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. bro. Then you got um, in the Bellator, they're doing Bellator versus Ryzen. You got AJ McKee versus Patricio Pitbull for the title in Japan. That's a nut one. Um, this, uh, I mean, this entire weekend is filled. Then also for us local guys, you know, there's fights here in Chattanooga, and there's like four titles on the line, and we got a majority of our gym is fighting. So that's going to be awesome. Wow. So my Saturday is packed. Um, right after that, I've got to go find me a TV somewhere, some way, somehow, and uh, we're going to be watching a lot of fights. I'm, all Saturday is going to be me nothing more watching yeah, fight weekend, and then me getting ready for mine. So that's it's, it's exciting to watch those type of high level caliber of fights. Then the next week you go and fight yourself. So put you mm-hmm. in that mode and get you there riled up. So I'm go. ready. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in today. Uh, we do appreciate all the support. Um, you know, um, if you're listening to this on the podcast format, you can uh, you know follow us, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, you can go in the description. Um, and click on the Linktree link, and you can find our different social media channels there and follow us that way and support us in a, a multitude of different ways. So thank you guys for listening, and as always, we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.